Inspired. Sharing your journey. Good morning and welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Joe Rutten. <laughs> Hour two. Hour two. That was a fast one, Heather. I know. It goes quickly when we're having fun. Right, right. It goes quickly. Well, we have started our Inspired segment. It's a new segment that we have started on Real Presence Live, and I'm thrilled about it because we get to hear people's stories. And I love to hear people's stories. And today, we're going to be talking to Brenda Wills. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning, Heather Thank you and for, Joe. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. So let's start at the very beginning. You were born Catholic. Was your family active in the Catholic faith? We were. Um, I have six siblings. Uh, my father was Catholic. My mother was a convert, but we were in church every Sunday. We were actually went to Catholic school. I went for a couple years and then, um, you know, grew up in the faith, went to CCD, you know, lived our faith as we thought we should. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then, um, is it something that you wanted to be active in, or was it just part of something that your parents wanted for you? How was your relationship well, with it? During, um, you know, the high school years, it was more what my parents wanted, but as a young adult, I was still, you know, going to church. Uh, when I was single, I still went to church every Sunday. I won't say I was as active, um, you know, as, as probably some of uh, my peers, but I, I attended Mass every Sunday, and you know, did confession, that type of thing, and it was part of my, it was part of my journey, was, was to be Catholic. And yet you fell away from the church. Talk about that a little bit. Well, what happened is I, um, I got married in, well, 1988, and um, my, husband then was not Catholic. Uh, although we went to church for the first couple of years, he, he never joined the church because he was divorced and he didn't feel like he, he wanted to get a, an annulment. So shortly after we had talked to the priest about that, he decided not to get an annulment. I was also working a job that I worked seven days a week. And so either if I went to church, it was very sporadic because I worked so much and he wasn't willing to go to church anymore. So over that period I fell away from the church. It was a little over 10 years. Um, and then when I moved to Maine, um, we had decided to go to church together, and we thought possibly that would help our marriage. Um, so we joined a Methodist church um, in Maine and, and enjoyed the, the pastor there. Lynn was very nice and some great people in the church. And, and in the meantime, I went through a divorce, and they were very supportive, you know, through that that period of time, but I was going to the Methodist Church, but I never really had a connection with that church. I, I had a connection with the people, mm-hmm. but I missed, I missed the traditions, I missed the rituals, you know, of the Catholic Church, and most of all, I missed the communion. It was very mm-hmm. strange um, going to church and having communion once a month, and it was not a consecrated um communion it was it was bread of the month flavor and you know we had grape juice it just was very strange to me growing up in the catholic church mm-hmm. so i did not connect in that method at all that's interesting that you uh i think that oftentimes as catholics we know that one of the challenges of the way in which it's lived out today maybe uh, mm-hmm. amongst the predominant 
parochial nature of the Catholic Church is that we struggle to actually have the community. And, but yet at the same time, um, many people do leave the faith because they find that community and the relationship with Christ in the Protestant tradition. But when you walk away from the Catholic Church, you do leave something behind. And I always, I tell some of the friends that I know that have left the faith, just make sure you understand that when you walk away, you're walking away from what we believe to be truly the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. Um, that's very true. Tell no, me a little bit true. about your internal, like that sense about you that says communion is something that I actually miss. Did you realize that as you were uh, practicing within your tradition, uh, the Methodist tradition, or is it something that grew and developed, or how did how did that experience arise within you? Well, I missed it right away. I I had told my husband, and I said it doesn't feel like communion. It just feels like we're, you know. It, it just feels like we're doing this ritual for that church, but there was no connection to to Christ in that communion. Mm-hmm. And it just, to me, it just was totally not um, spiritual. For me, it wasn't spiritual. Um, I just didn't, and, and I, I feel like that, too, that I, you know, I, as a, as a Catholic, definitely, that's part of what, what, I believe in is that the consecration is is the body and blood of Christ, and I never felt that in in the Protestant Church. Um, it just wasn't there, of course. Now, mm-hmm. now you're right. There, there's a there's a certain community in Protestant Church that maybe the Catholics didn't have. I will say they're working really hard on it. For me, mm-hmm. that's been a, that's been a, a huge thing in my church now is right. that Catholic family, and I have I have that Catholic family now in, at my parish here in Rapid. That's so uh, that, that's been huge. That's uh, you do see that in the church where even the organization of the the church they mm-hmm. might take and make pews that they face each other and some of these mm-hmm. different things. And at the mm-hmm. heart of all of the the I don't know I might call it tinkering with the yeah. elements of of the liturgy. Um, I found that actually the problem is is that we actually just don't even say hello to each other. And mm-hmm. we don't actually invite each other into each other's lives. As a Catholic, oftentimes, I simply just go to liturgy. I go to Mass, and there happens to be other people there with me. <laughs> Outside right. of Sunday Mass, these people have nothing to do with my life. Yeah. Well, that I don't know that that's what Christ actually intends for us. Right. He would, um, otherwise, we could have done it at home. Right, right, right. right. So you're you're out in Rapid City, and uh, since you've come back into to that parochial that that Catholic parish life, what have you found from entering back into your Catholic practice uh, that you have found uh, you were missing the first time, or you didn't engage or, or find value in the first time? Right. Well, kind of what happened is I I knew I was missing something, and when I moved back, I was in Maine. Um, when I was at the Protestant Church, and so when I moved back, I I worked at a, a business right off Jackson Boulevard, and I was driving by every day to go to work, and I saw a sign that says, Returning Catholics, and I thought, hmm, because I wasn't sure if I could get back into the church, because I was A, divorced, and B, it had been away from the church for a long time, mm-hmm. and I thought, my gosh, you know, I've heard, you know, you always hear these stories that someone was excommunicated, or you know, they weren't in the church because something happened, and so I was afraid, but I, I got my courage up and called the number and said, 
I need to find out more about returning to the church. And I happened to um, talk to Greg Sass. He was the, the director then of um, Returning Catholics. And he said, well, just come and see what it's all about. You know, don't, don't worry about it. Just come and see. So I did. I went through the program. It was a fabulous program. You know, that, that six weeks, I learned more in that six weeks about my faith and why I did certain things. You know, why do we make the sign of the cross? Why do we, you know, what, what are these rituals that we're doing and what do they mean? Um, so that was invaluable to me um, because apparently going through CCD for 12 years, I was either sleeping or not paying attention <laughs> because I, I learned more, more in that uh, program than I, that I remember learning. Uh, growing up Catholic, so that that was the start of it, and of course, when you go through the program, you 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 know you do, you have to make a commitment if you want to be back in the church, and that's a personal decision. Well, I knew I wanted to be, so I I contacted um, Saint Teresa in in uh, Rapid City, and was very fortunate to have Father Bill there, and and so I met with Father Bill, and you know talked about what it would take to get back in the church, and you know talked about my divorce and talked about being away for so long and and amazingly um you know the priest and i and i find this true in, at least in the the diocese of of um west river diocese is that we have some fabulous priests mm-hmm. and they are very open and very welcoming and and i found that about the church too before i think one thing about the church is if you're not participating in the church you don't feel as welcome mm-hmm. you know you come in and mm-hmm. you sit in your pew and you just kind of do your thing. You, you participate, but you're doing your, it in your own um, right. realm. And once, for me, once I decided to come back to the church, and I and I, and I actually made my um, my confession that day with with Father um, Bill, um, and and you know went through that went through that reconciliation, and that's scary. You know, as, mm-hmm, as someone being away from the church, you're thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to accumulate, you know, how am I going to talk about 10 years of not being in the church? But it and was, was it Father to... Bill Zandry? Yes, Father okay. Bill Zandry. Yes, absolutely fabulous priest. <laughs> yes, yes, perfect. <laughs> perfect so, one. <laughs> yes, perfect for me. Perfect for me. And that's the thing, too. You have to find, you know, you have to find a church that's good for you, you know, mm-hmm. The priests are all great. We mm-hmm. were very fortunate, but I made a special connection with Father Bill. So, so once I had made my uh, reconciliation, you know, the one thing that kind of stuck struck me was Father Bill. You know, he said, "Oh, here's your penance." You know, we all think penance is saying eight hundred, you know, Hail Marys or our fathers. Well, he, I did some of those, of course, but he said, "You need to serve your community and your church." He said, wow. "That's part of your penance," mm-hmm. and it really Brilliant. hit home. Brilliant. It really hit home, and so amazingly, apparently, word got out in the in the parish um, in the diocese because it was not a month later. Um, a friend that I knew from where I worked prior had asked me to uh, consider sitting on the Catholic Social Service Committee. Okay, and I agreed. And in the meantime, I I became a lector, and I was an usher, and I I kind of threw myself in to do some volunteer work at the church because. I felt like I needed that in my life. I was single. I I wanted to get back to my community, and through the church was apparently closer to my heart. Right. right. And so I, I got involved with the church, and the church just, I don't know how to explain it, but it that community just, 
um, surrounded me. Mm-hmm. And so they, I have, and as St. Teresa especially, and, um, I have a church family. Right. And that's so nice because I feel that connection I had at the Protestant church, but I'm at my church, I'm at my faith. Mm-hmm. So that's been very important to me. Well, for those of you that are just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're actually doing our inspired segment uh, this morning with Brenda Wills from the Rapid City Diocese. She's talking about her journey back to the Catholic faith uh, from the Methodist Church. And you started to talk a little bit about what my next question to you would be is... um, if you brought certain aspects of the Methodist faith, the thing Methodist faith that you enjoyed, found value in, and brought it into the Catholic Church, and you're talking about, you know, joining the Catholic community and different ways that you've been able to do that. Have you brought anything else with you that you have found valuable? Well, I think, you know, the community, we're not always known for our social um background in the church, or not background, but our social value in the church, because it seems like um, it's not as predominant as, as it is in the Protestant churches, but I think the Catholic Church is working very hard on that. I, I know at my church, and like at Cathedral, I go there occasionally, they now have hosts that greet you, and they have different events after church that you feel like you're part of that community, and that's the one thing that I felt at, at the Protestant Church was community. But I'm finding in my church that community is growing, and it's feeling like I belong, and and everyone in the church belongs. And we still have work to do, of course. I think we always have work to do, but that's one thing that I think returning to the church has has changed for me, Mm -hmm. is feeling part of that community where maybe 30 years ago I didn't feel like part of that community. I was just living my faith by myself. Now I'm living it with my fellow parishioners. Well, and I find it interesting because you probably made an effort to bring that into your own church at St. Therese. I try. I do try. Mm -hmm. When there's new people in the church that I I think are new, I'll always stay welcome, and and especially those with children. You know, I always want them to feel like they're always welcome and that families are a huge part of, of the church. And so whenever I'm sitting by a family, I always make sure that I say something, you know, like, thank you for joining us, and it's so wonderful to have your children here, because it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's part of our, it's part of, you know, making sure that everyone feels welcome in the church. Right. I love that. I love the fact that you're being conscious of that. I think I need to be more conscious of that. Mm-hmm. It, it's important. Absolutely. So the program that you were talking about, um, we're going to dive into a little bit after a break. We have a break coming up in just a few minutes. But I just wanted to um, ask you, uh, what have you enjoyed being back at the Catholic Church? What have you enjoyed the most? Well, for me, it's the Eucharist. Amen. Amen. Um, <laughs> it's the heart and soul. It's the heart and soul of Mass. And, right. and I've got to admit, before when I was in Mass, I participated, but, but now that I understand Mass, because we did a whole class um, through Returning Catholics just on the Mass, mm-hmm. that every part of it is important. Mm-hmm. You know, the Eucharist is, is, is the main body, but every part of it is important. And as you go through Mass, you know, whether it's the gospel or whether you're singing, it's all 
it's all important. And so I, I participate more, but I'm understanding why I'm participating. So that's been huge for me. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the thing I've learned by um, listening and talking to some converts that they have realized is that at Protestant religions, they tend to go for, like you said, the community and for the pastor. If they don't like the pastor, sometimes they go shopping for a different church. Catholics arrive at Mass to worship God, and so we have a different expectation in it. And could you feel that shift when you went? Definitely, definitely. It was more about the Mass itself. It wasn't, the community's great, and and I I, I love that part of it, but it's the Mass, it's the celebration of the Mass. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even going in it and and dipping your, your, your fingers in the holy water and making the sign of the cross, you know, that that is just that tradition and all the traditions of the church are very important. You and know, I miss those. Right. And how often do we do these uh, these actions, these signs, these symbols, mm-hmm. but not know the meaning behind them? Mm-hmm. And I found my mm-hmm. wife's a convert. And I found that when my wife converted, it caused me to stop and ask why I do what I do. Why do we do the sign of the cross as Catholics? Why do we dip our hands into the holy water when we walk into the church? All of these things. thought, wow, there's so much going on here that I, 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 I was not paying attention to. Yeah. And converts mm-hmm. seem to provoke that to say, Isn't pay attention, wonderful? wake up. This is your it. inheritance. <laughs> yep. Well, we're... We're going to take a quick break, Brenda. I hate to interrupt you, but folks, we're going to be back with Brenda right after this break, and we're going to be talking about the program that she used to come back to the Catholic Church. It's called Catholics Returning Home. Stay tuned to hear more about that. We'll be right back. Inspired. Sharing your journey. And welcome back to our second half of our segment of Inspired this morning. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Joe Rutten. And we're broadcasting this morning from Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota. And we're talking with Brenda Wills from Rapid City, South Dakota. And she is sharing with us her faith journey. Um, She fell away from the Catholic Church, came back to the Catholic Church. And the one thing that brought her back to the Catholic Church at the very beginning was a billboard. Hmm. Tell us again, Brenda, what that billboard was. Well, it's a billboard, and you'll see them around town um, at the churches, and it's Catholics returning home. And I was on my work way to work. Um, well, I saw it several times uh, over at Blessed Sacrament, and it it said, "Call this number to find out more information about Catholics returning home." So I, I got the courage up and called and talked to Greg Sass. Uh, he was a director at that time, and went through a six week program that that leads you um, back to the church through information about everything from, you know, can you rejoin as a, as, as a divorced Catholic? Can you, mm-hmm. you know, what, what are your options? It kind of answers all your questions. And, but it, the six weeks, you, you learn so much about the Mass. There's one week solely on the Mass. You know, one week will be talking about the, the Gospels, you know, how, how those all line up. It's just, very informational things I learned there that I don't remember learning as as a young adult right. going through CCD. So let's go back to that first phone call that you made um, when you finally decided to pick up the phone and dial those numbers. What was your biggest fear in that moment? My biggest fear was that 
you know, I didn't know if, as a divorced person, that if I could rejoin the church. Um, you know, I, I knew people, and this, of course, many years ago, that they divorced, and then the word excommunication came up, you know, and mm-hmm. so I'm thinking, am I, am I excommunicated from the church, or, you know, what's going on? And so when I made that call, that was my biggest worry. Can, can I even jo- rejoin the church? And right. no one seemed, the people I knew didn't seem to know that answer. They just said, well, you know, they mm-hmm. didn't know. They didn't know either. So this was the only way I was going to find out. And when I made that call, and, and it was scary because I, you know, something new. It's, I've been away for ten over 10 years, and, and I wasn't sure what, what the answers were going to be. But the answer was yes. You're always welcome in the Catholic Church. And whatever question you have, even if they don't know, they'll find out. Because mm-hmm. um, everyone has a different situation. Maybe, maybe it wasn't a divorce, but maybe they left the church for other reasons. They were hurt by the church or... You know, something happened in the church, and so even if Greg didn't know or, or people in, in that program didn't know, they, they could always find out. Right. So the, the, first, the first class, the first night, when you walk down those stairs, you know, to go to the class, because we were at Blessed Sacrament, and you're not sure what's going to happen, but, but it was a faith. It was a, hmm. a faith step for me. So... Can I ask, was it a difficult thing for you to come back into the fold of the Catholic Church? Did it was no. it a long process? Did it take a lot of hoops to jump through? No, it did not. Um, I after going through the class and, and, and finding out what my options were and finding out, you know, more about the church, um, because I was divorced, um, and because I married a divorced uh, Protestant um, I was able to file for an annulment under, um, it's called the lack of form, um, because he was not Catholic, mm-hmm. and I was. Um, the annulment took a very short time. And so even though I was doing that annulment process during this, after I rejoined, I could still take the sacraments because I, I was not, um, my, my, my um, marriage was never blessed in the church. Right. So I was able to take the sacrament, even though I was divorced. Hmm. And that was huge for me. Yeah. Well, and I think there's a lot of fallen away Catholics that are in the same boat that you were. Um, where can people find out more information about Catholics returning home? And where are some of the locations of them? Well, the Rapid City um, is having a class actually coming up here on September 9th. And Margaret is now the contact person, so they can, you know, email her at info at returningcatholics.net or phone her at 605-939-0579. They also have a Lee Deadwood uh, coming up in September. I don't have those dates yet, but you can call the uh, St. Ambrose office at 605-584-2002, and then Spearfish will be doing a cluster in late September. I don't have the exact date, but Diane is St. Joseph. Okay. All right. So there's a lot of opportunities out there. West River folks, if you wanted to check out more information, you can go to returningcatholics.net. Any last thoughts before we let you go? I just encourage anyone who has had thoughts about their church and maybe they don't know what to do to, to seek out this program or, or or talk to another Catholic and 
and, you know, look at your faith and, and see where you want to be with your faith. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and welcome home. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Heather and Joe. And right. enjoy every communion Amen. you receive. Amen. I do. I do. <laughs> thank you.